Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, it's official. Aaron Judge is the 16th captain of the New York Yankees. Now, we should be surprised about that. Uh, so, when I kind of look at the press conference, I'll just give my reaction to that, as well as the Mets getting a holiday gift dropped into their pants of their own uh, in the name of Carlos Correa. So, the uh, deal to the Giants falls through, ends up in the Mets' lap there. So, Stevie Cohen jumping right on him. So, get into all that stuff, as well as some other Yankee news in terms of Matt Carpenter, Lucas Lucky. Uh, DFA'd. Uh, we'll get into all that stuff, but before we get started, make sure you subscribe to this podcast or whatever you're listening right now, whether it's iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to us, it's got to be a like or a subscribe button, something of that nature. Follow, whatever you want to say, hit that and get notified when new content comes up uh, throughout the rest of the offseason as we, and as we head into the 2023 uh, baseball season. So the Yankees kind of made it all official. Uh, with Aaron Judge, you know, having him come to the Bronx, the Yankee Stadium, to officially sign on the dotted line. So, again, a lot of stuff was, uh, again, not official yet. But, of course, we all knew, again, Judge signing for a nine-year deal for $360 million. And they had the whole press conference up there. And, uh, you know, it's kind of what you expected. Uh, they even have G to uh, fly up, uh, I guess, from Florida uh, for the event. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, nothing really surprising there. I guess I got a little insight on Judge just to hear Aaron Boone's uh, remarks on him, just kind of how he is in the clubhouse and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it's kind of like the personal relationships and how everyone sort of looks up to Judge uh, in that way. And they could kind of tell uh, when Judge is going to have a good game or not and stuff like that. So, you know, nothing really big there. Hal was kind of like, I don't know, it was a little weird. Almost like he, I said he didn't want to be there, but, like, you know, they had like him and Judge hold up the jersey for a moment. And, like, the Hal side of it was kind of flopping down as this kind of, I don't know, just kind of a little schlubby there. And, like, no one was wearing ties except Judge. Everyone was doing kind of the cool casual look. And, uh, you know, you had Aaron Boone there in, like, the Mafia Black uh, turtleneck with the sports coat look there. So, um, you know, that. So, again, that was just kind of all, you know, par for the course there. I don't say, like, bringing Jeter up. I understand the whole captain thing. and But, like, all right, you're going to bring Jeter up at least, like, let him go to the podium to speak there. Like, Jeter didn't get a shot to speak. I mean, he was available for the press afterwards there. But, it's like you bring up Jeter all the way up here, at least let him, you know, put a few words in, but yeah, whatever. I guess they wanted to keep it moving along there. So, again, no big surprise, but now it is official. He signed it on the dotted line. Uh, so Aaron Judges will be here for the next uh, nine years as a New York Yankee. And, again, he will be the next captain. Um, obviously, we all knew that, you know, go, going in. Um, so once once he signed on for a nine-year deal, you know he was going to be the next captain. So I guess, you know, why waste time? You know, I get it. Just announce it right away. And I guess technically he had a way to, for him to sign on the dotted line to make it official. Uh, you don't want to name him the captain. Then he, like, he bails on the deal. It's kind of like what happened to Carlos Correa in San Francisco. So apparently the Giants were worried about an injury he had when he was 19 uh, in the minors there with his uh, ankle. Uh, again, Carlos Correa had some problems with his shoulder. Even had a little bit of last year balked on him. He had to spend some time on the injured reserve list. Uh, but I guess the Giants were worried about his ankle there. So they kind of backed out of the deal just like supposedly hours before they were going to have the press conference for it. Uh, they backed out, so Stevie Cohen Mets jumped right on them, even though they already have a, um, a long-term deal locked with um, Francisco Lindor at shortstop. But Correa will now move on to third base, and he will be the Mets' third baseman. So they signed him to a whopping $315 million deal, 12-year deal. So just, again, one of these crazy long-term deals we just see him being thrown around all over the place. So he's 28 years old, so this is obviously going to take him to about 40, 41. So he's going to be in a, at least met um, uniform for at least a foreseeable future. $26 million per year. I mean, yeah, you can say, you know, just get based on what some of the other sluggers are getting and guys, hit, you know, hit for average and so forth uh, and, and have power um, we're making. So I guess it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's relatively fair in that regard. The length I don't get, but I don't know who else was competing with the Mets. The Mets to give him 12 years like that. Uh, but again, Stevie Cohen, just again, not afraid to spend the money. He's been. Uh, again, as soon as they lost to Grom, 
got Verlander in there, uh, gave the big contract to Brandon Nimmo. Uh, of course, Edward Diaz, he signed him right off the bat. So, again, um, Stevie Cohen definitely, you know, making the same. He's not afraid to spend. He's been doing it. So, if you're a Met fan, hey, look, he can't complain. And as for Carlos Correa, look, he's a very good player. He's had a couple of seasons where, you know, he's been hurt. So, 12 years, eh, I don't know. But, you know, he's still under 30. So, you stick with it. You're still going to get about, you know, he gets to get about six or seven prime years from him. Um, he, he's like a 20 something Homer guy, more or less. He'll hit over 300 really good defense. At least at shortstop. We'll see him now full time at third base, similar to like when the Yankees had Jeter and they brought a rod along a rod had to go to third base. This makes sense for Carlos Correa to go to third base, not Francisco Lindor. Lindor is more of a shortstop than Correa is, but again, Correa is kind of a bit of a bulky guy there. So you can see him at the corner spot there. And Hey, look, um, they have a really pretty good lineup. They're going to have a very good team there. So, you know, um, hats off to the Mets. And if you're a Met fan, I guess, you know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully his body holds up. Again, he has the history, this, you know, definitely has the shoulder history. And it seems like something with this ankle, this, the Giants, their medical staff uh, were leery of, of not giving this guy a long-term deal. But I guess Cohen's like, I don't care. I'll take you. So nevertheless, that's that. Um, other news, I guess other guys I guess won't be back in pinstripe. Matt Carpenter deciding a one-year deal with the San Diego Padres. Um, so it's a one-year deal with a one-year player option. So, you know, I, I wouldn't mind the Yankees kind of kick the ties and bring them back again. You probably got the best that you're going to get out of him at 37, 38 years old, but the Yankees got in this brief time. He was in pinstripes. He was probably looking for a two year deal or at least a deal with like he got with the Padres, maybe one year with one, a player, a uh, year, one option. So technically it could be a two year deal. Maybe the Yankees only willing to go one there and he's figure out, right, I'm going to go elsewhere and look good for him. Look, he came to the Yankees, resurrected his career a little bit. Again, he was kind of down on the dumps in his final years with the Cardinal, but Again, the Yankees kind of took him off the scrap heap, and he was kind of, you know, Babe Ruth for a couple of weeks, and then unfortunately uh, had the foul ball off his foot, you know, had a crack in the foot there. Did come back in the postseason against it in the Astros series there, but really just gave you nothing. It was just an automatic strikeout. And again, not that I blame him. I just thought they rushed him back, and I just thought to have him come in and also face, you know, some of the best pitching in baseball. I think it was too much to ask from him, so didn't give you much there. But nevertheless, this looks like the work he did with the Yankees, though, was able to rectify his career there, and now he's with the Padres. And, of course, now in the National League, you have the DH. So, you know, this is probably not a deal that would have happened in the past, but now that he's a DH, he could be a DH for them. And so he goes off there, and then he goes off to the sunset, and, again, wish him the best of luck. Uh, again, as long as the Yankees don't have to face the Padres, which you know, I don't see that World Series matchup happening just for various different reasons. And also uh, with the Yankees, uh, a little surprising news, they designated for assignment Luke, Lucas Lutke. Uh, a little surprising they had the left-hander, so they used to make room on the 40-man roster. Uh, when they uh, signed Tommy Canely, I guess they had to let someone go. They let him go now. I don't think it means the, you know, totally goodbye in the Yankee uniform. Uh, this could be a, a you know sort of a, just a formality of how they want to um, manage the roster at some point. He could come back on. I don't think it's a total goodbye. And he was pretty, you know, decent for the Yankees. He's not really one of the high leverage guys. I'll say he's on the Wandy Peralta level uh, type of lefty, but they don't really have a ton of lefties. So, you know, kind of scratches your head a little bit. Just the fact that, you know, Britain's gone now as a free agent. Of course, Chapman's gone. You would never even consider bringing back Chapman. So it's not like the Yankees are, you know, have a plethora of left-handed relievers right now. So you kind of scratch your head a little I think it's more of an administrative formatal thing. So at some point, I think they might – have him come back so even though he is dfa i don't think it's totally goodbye for him so we'll just kind of wait and see on that but at least at least at this moment right now he's not a uh, because he was given an assignment and technically not going to be on the team but i just think again i think he'll come back in some fashion so they'll, they'll find a way to work it in this is probably again a formality with the 40-man roster but uh right now yeah no lucas lucky for the yankees and so let's get back for aaron judge there um again i just also thought it was kind of weird that uh they had him like put on the uniform 
this, you know, like, all right, he's already a Yankee. So it's not like, yeah, you do that when you go to a new team, but you know, just have him put on the uniform again. It's just, that was kind of awkward. Didn't really get that too much. You know, I would just say, let him come out on the press conference with the, the uniform already, or just let him be in his, you know, suit and tie and just whatever. Like, uh, I just thought, that, I understand, look, you're giving him a, a ton of money, you give him all $400 million. So you want to have the little ceremony there, but you know, it's like, I'm putting on the Yankee uniform. He never really took it off. So whatever, that was that. Uh, but so that's all official. So Aaron Judge will be your captain. Um, and of course, the Yankees, um, you know, probably for now, I don't see any big moves just from them. I think they're pretty much set. Um, again, if they can find a way to, you know, to move Donaldson or something, you like that. But it just doesn't seem that's going to be the case. Um, now, it turns out with um, DJ LeMayu, he's not going to have surgery on the toe. Um, so, again, they were kind of debating for a few weeks what they want to give him some sort of treatment or have, you know, again, this was the crack in the toe that basically came from a crack in the foot that they realized later on. I don't know. I think anything with a crack like that, I think you just, if there's some surgery to get it done, even if he misses a couple of months, I'd rather him just be 100% and not have this stuff, something like this linger for the whole season. Uh, but it seems like whatever they want to go forward with a non-surgical procedure, okay. I just hope it works. And again, I just hope he's able to play and not be like the way he's been the past couple of years. It's been banged up. Uh, you know, if you just, again, if you're just missing him for like two or three months, if he has the surgery, I don't think that's terrible against early on the season. I know everyone's important, but early on, you know, if someone's out a little bit, it's not really as big a deal as ha- having them not 100% during the season. And of course, not having them available for the playoffs, which was the case, uh, you know, last, last season with the Yankees. And of course, in 2021, in the final game at Fenway there. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But I guess at least at that point, if he's not going to have the surgery, then I guess you can expect him to be in the starting lineup for game one, 2023. There And again, ironically, that uh, again, the first game of the season, the Yankees will host those San Francisco Giants. So here's a Giants team that obviously lost Carlos Rondon to free agency. The Yankees grabbed him. The Giants wanted to grab Judge, but I guess the Yankees were able to match their offer. So the, so the Giants lose out on that. And then the, the, the final kick, the nail in the coffin, they decide to decline uh, going ahead with the Carlos Correa deal. So yeah, the Giants hit whiff 0 for 3. Uh, just kind of ironic there. So they will be uh, visiting the Yankees for opening day in 2023. And again, seems like DJ LeMay will be in the lineup. We'll see whether he's at second base or third base, how they want to work that out there. Um, still hearing, you know, noise that the Yankees like to make a, a move for the left fielder. Uh, but again, it seems at least Boone and others are confident that if they have to start the season with Oswaldo Cabrera out there, they're going to, and that probably seems going to be a case unless there's a trade in the works. But you're probably looking at your team right now. Probably still need a few more arms in the bullpen. Uh, you, you're looking at Clay Holmes to close. I think Lawise is good now. Stepped up just the way he performed in the playoffs. It was pretty good. You know, he kind of answered the bell there in some high leverage spots. So he'll probably be a new eighth inning guy there. Uh, but still, you'd like to see some more arms there. Again, they're born in Canely, but just want to see a couple more. And you have some free agents out there. Chad Green could be available if they want to resign him, of course, coming off Tommy John surgery. Um, so you kind of maybe will hesitate to that. And of course, Michael King seems like he should be also ready uh, for the postseason as well. So maybe he could take his. The role again as the eighth inning guy, but if not, it seems at least Loise has proven himself there. So, judges a captain. He's the New York Yankee. It's all official. Signed on the dotted line. That's all done. DJ will not have surgery. Um, Matt Carpenter will not be back in a Yankee uniform next year unless they, there's a midseason trade or something like that. And of course, Lucas Lutke, somewhat surprisingly, DFA'd uh, for assignment. But I don't think it's totally goodbye for him. I think at some point the Yankees find a way to get him back onto the roster because been pretty reliable there and I don't see why you'd want to part ways with them. So that's the episode. So again, wherever you listen to us, make sure you subscribe, follow, get notified when new content comes up and we'll catch you next time.